MailChimp presents. As a marketer, you're speaking to a vast audience. Some people need to be converted into customers, some need to be reunited with their carts, and others have just made a purchase. But when you fail to segment your audience and personalize your messaging, you can get what's called a customer. One big cluster of customers who may seem alike, but actually all have different behaviors. So how do you turn those customers back into customers? With Intuit MailChimp, you can use personalization tools that segment customers into groups, break them up into like-minded target audiences, and send them personalized marketing. Intuit MailChimp, the number one email marketing and automations brand. Based on competitor brands' publicly available data on worldwide numbers of customers in 2021 and 2022. Availability of features and functionality vary by plan, which are subject to change. Hello, friend. How are you doing today? This is Paul Jarvis, and you're listening to Call Paul, Business as Unusual where we explore how small business owners are facing the reality of living through our first pandemic. Are we ever going to feel like what we're doing is something that matters in such a hard time? It's kind of made some things feel trivial, like worrying about how many Instagram likes you have or like like stuff like that that felt important a month ago now is just not at all. This is Hillary. She runs Kinship Goods with her husband, Dan, in Charleston, West Virginia. They sell hand-printed teas, candles, bumper stickers, tea towels, and more, all of which cultivate a sense of what they refer to as cozy. They have both a brick-and-mortar location with actual bricks and mortar, employing 12 local people, as well as an online store. We first spoke to Hillary and Dan right as they were shutting down their retail location and sending all of their employees home. We're, yeah. we're safe inside. We got the uh, sleeping beagles and the cats around and we have coffee. So, you know, we're, pre- we're suspending disbelief or whatever, pretending it's okay. <laughs> That's Dan, the other half of Kinship. We caught up with him a month or so after we first spoke and were pleased to find out that Kinship was in the middle of shipping 300 orders. Dan took a bit of time to chat about what their life looks like now as they take turns working from their store and their home. How are you staying cozy right now? Uh, right now, a lot of uh, pet snuggles. So we have three cats and two senior dogs. The The beagles, they uh, come to the shop with us, but they, they've been liking... Uh, just staying put and sleeping, mostly just trying to like be okay in the house and hunker down. I've been, you know, doing the thing everybody's been doing, baking some bread, (laughs) Uh, things like that. So that's been nice. When you started Kinship Goods, what was your vision of cozy? Both me and Hillary had like kind of uh, not rough childhoods, but like definitely um, turbulent childhoods and um we just kind of think of like cozy as that feeling of, yeah, safety, safety and warmth. And we talk about that a lot. And one reason we decided to make clothing and like home goods is um, being able to like create your own environment, create your own world. You know, there's like kind of nothing better than putting on your favorite T-shirt that you've had for a really long time or that like, you know, exercised um 
sweatshirt that makes you feel, you know, just safe and warm. So can you, I guess, explain to me kind of how you're thinking about cozy now? Um, yeah, I mean, I think for sure we think that it's more important now. Um, I mean, it's more important to us. It's more, the definition of it has changed from safety and warmth to being like grounded, like what is real and like having a, like a mug of like warm coffee in my hands and like sitting and listening to a record. Like that's real. That's a moment that I am in control of. That's a moment that, um, I get to be a part of. And it's not just like me spinning out of control and some other thing that is much, much bigger than me that I can't do anything about. Does it feel like you're both more present now or does it feel like you need to escape more? And I've been kind of grappling with this myself. Like, is this pandemic making me just want to flee the present moment as much as possible? Or does this, is this making me become more present in all of the things that I do? Because that's all I have at the moment. Yeah, totally. I, I'm having a little bit of both. I'm having where I'm like overly present because of all of this. Um, and I'm like really falling deep into like existential holes of like, wow, this really matters. Like the fat of like normal day life is kind of melting away. And I'm like being left with the, uh, the kernels of like what really matters and none of this other stuff matters. And this is kind of great that I'm like having these realizations, but then I'm like, okay, but I have to get back to where other things do matter. And I do exist in a world and a system. And so then I have to escape from being so present (laughs) Um, and just to kind of have to like turn off my brain and, you know, uh, binge watch a show that I've seen a million times or do something like that or record music just so that I'm not (laughs) just like in an existential hole of like, okay, only five things matter now. Nothing (laughs) else does (laughs) because like that's not helpful. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's freeing in some way, but it's not helpful because, you know, all the other things still exist. Yeah. How is that kind of mindset that you're describing relating to running the business right now? I really had to pivot to like my second favorite thing about the business, which is like helping people. I've I've had to like overly focus on, okay, if we ship a sweatshirt Maybe it's not essential and maybe the post office doesn't need to be dealing with this right now. And maybe like somebody doesn't actually need a sweatshirt and I spin out. But then I think if when that person puts on this sweatshirt and for a second, they just have that feeling of like, uh, like calm, then like I am like providing a service that right now actually is one of those five things, which is it's like it is important for people to feel grounded and calm. And if even if it's for a second of getting like a sweatshirt or a candle from us or a puzzle or anything, I really like that. Um, And so that's been making me be like, okay, let's get back into it for a while. Me and Hillary are both at the it's unfortunate for us that we both have the same disposition where I we both are kind of like, is this pointless right now? Like, what are we doing? And so that felt like it was going to just derail us in general, that we were just going to get completely derailed by thinking that it doesn't matter or like, you know, there are bigger problems in the world. But when we started thinking about like, this might make somebody feel better, we really got like 
more engaged again. We're also like launching a shirt where you get to pick a local business to give half of the money to. So like we get half of the money and then a business of your choice. And we have like a list of like 20 in town. You get to give money to another business. Um, and like, that's what we do. That's our role. What's one of the businesses that they can choose? Well, a lot of them are the restaurants here. You know, a lot of the restaurants are hurting. There's a restaurant here called Bluegrass Kitchen that has been around for a very long time. They're still doing to go and that stuff. But in the restaurant industry, like to go is really just like a bandage on, yeah. you know, like a very big hole. Um, so they're one of the ones, um, then there's some like there's like a music shop and just kind of like the staples of the town. And then we have a couple funds. There's like been some funds for service workers and stuff. And you can pick one of those funds if you want the money to go to that. So we're really excited about doing that. And we we're kind of known for that. We did a big shirt for the teacher strike um, when that happened in West Virginia, which was like, you know, kind of national news. Um, and then we've done like flood relief stuff and like shirts for the like the last women's clinic here it's kind of like a thing we do um so it felt like yeah this makes sense for us to do and and it's getting us out of our heads of thinking about just like oh maybe nobody needs like cat sweatshirt (laughs) you know maybe this other thing could be like kind of a badge of honor for this moment in time has there been like an increase in sales have you guys been shipping a lot we have like 300 online orders to ship and now it's just me and Hillary. So that's (laughs) going to take a minute. We started um, a home delivery service for all the local orders. So we wrote all those people and reached out and said like, Hey, you know, we're really trying not to overwhelm the post office and like 300 giant envelopes full of like sweatshirts and sweatpants and things like that. Like that's a lot to give a postal worker right now. So we wrote the people in town and said like, Hey, if you don't mind, like, we'll just like drop this in your driveway, you know, and give you a text and you can come out and get it. Um, it gives me a reason to like get out of the house and drive around in the car in like a safe setting. Um, you know, be in my little bubble, but see the world. What's going on then with the other, because I believe y'all have, uh, 12 other employees. So what's going on, um, with that? So the deal was that we had agreed when we first announced we were closing, which was like ahead of everybody, we said that we were going to cover everybody's pay. Well, you know, it's been now like 30 days. So we covered everybody's pay for two weeks. um, And then we talked about it with everybody that like if we want there to be a place for everybody to come back to, we can't really like hemorrhage money forever because there won't we won't have any capital to have a place to come back to so we told everybody that we should all be on unemployment me and hillary included because we're technically employees of kinship goods um but you know that was like a week and a half ago and none of us have heard anything back about it so we're still floating everybody because we told everybody that we would um And now it's kind of working as a loan because the unemployment will get backdated. And we said, like, everybody can just pay us back whenever. But none of us have heard anything. Plus the like loan, like the paycheck protection plan and all the, you know, the CARE Act stuff. None of that is like real at this point. Like 
when you talk to a banker, when we've talked to ours, the banks don't know what's going on. Um, there's no system in place. They're upset that the government rolled this out without telling them like how to do anything. So all of that is kind of not real as well. So I think all the employees and everybody's kind of stressed. They're all like offering to do work still, even though technically they're not employees um, because they want to be helpful and they know that they are still employees. We're just doing if we use unemployment, it makes sense for us because it's a system we already pay into. So instead of like taking cash out of the business, it's like, why not use this tool that was actually created that we already give money to? <laughs> is there some, I, because I'm not, I, I'm in a different country, right? right? And every country is kind of dealing, the government is dealing with things in, in different ways. Is there any sense of a timeline for any of that as far as like getting the EI or the business stimulus packages or any, like it, does anybody have any answers? Nobody <laughs> has that? any answers. Like, oh God. like truly I can't stress enough how in the dark every person who is supposed to be there to guide a small business is they are all in the dark. Our banker, because we're in a, we work with a small bank and the banker that we deal with is the VP of the bank because he's like a fan of kinship and he's kind of like championed us. He has no idea what's going on and he's the vice president. It's not like I'm talking to like a teller or just somebody in an office. Like this is second in charge. He yeah. has no idea. There's no portal. He asked us to send him the paperwork that we had found online. He's not like a tiny bank. Like we have like a line of credit. He just does not know because the government has not given any direction. And the unemployment office here is actually 24 hours a day. So they have a graveyard shift of people who are working through the night. But it's like almost the whole state is on unemployment. And so mm -hmm. by the they have no idea when they're going to get to us. Plus, there's like a stimulus um, that every citizen is supposed to get of like $1,200. But because me and Hillary are technically like the owners or whatever, we have to wait for a check and they say that's going to be like October, November. So you mean a check in the mail? A check in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> it's <t> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, so like, my mind is sorry. My mind is blown. So like it's some people have it set up as direct deposit. Like a lot of people are getting a direct deposit, but because we own the business and we pay it's like connected to the tax system. Okay. So because we're paying, we pay taxes with a check for the business or whatever. And we're like independent contractors. We actually have to wait for like a paper check because we always owe taxes because all our money yeah. goes back into the company. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we have to wait for a paper check, which supposedly is only being, um, is taking so long so that the president can have his signature on all the checks. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> you know, not great. <laughs> there seems to be priorities yeah. that are slightly misaligned. So we feel very lucky that we do have a little bit of money in the bank, but you know, it was all earmarked to do other things with, which now are all out the window. Um, yeah. but at least we have the safety net right now. Um, for the time being. It just feels like that adds a lot of mental weight that that unknown. And I mean, to some degree, this is all this is our first pandemic. 
So I understand that governments are scrambling, but at the same time, just feels like if the, if there were at least just some answers or it's coming on this date, right? then I feel like the, stra- the stress level would drop from like DEFCON 1 down. Yeah, yeah, I totally it's, agree. I, I think it's all the unknowns. That's like that real like spinning out of control, you know, thing. And that's like what I mean by like cozy being grounded. It's like within yeah. all of that, it's like, well, I can control putting coffee in my favorite coffee cup because <laughs> I can't yeah. control anything else. Last time we talked about social media updates and how those have changed. Uh, what's been happening in the last month with with social posts for kinship? Well, we've been doing a lot of cozy. We um, we had one of our staff members read a chapter from Lion Witch in the Wardrobe every day, um, which we like animated and I did music for and people really engaged with that. And we were just honest with everybody that we didn't want to try to sell anything. We just mm-hmm. couldn't do it. I just didn't see the point. And right now we're sharing a lot of like customer photos Um we have like a hashtag called stay safe, stay cozy, and we're giving away a hundred dollar gift card every month. Um, we're just picking like our favorite photo from people sharing. I did my first ever like, you know, hold the camera, walk around thing that everybody is doing right now. And it felt very weird. And I like addressed like, I guess I'm going to make like one of these videos that people make <laughs> now, like kind of like a talking head. <laughs> um, yeah. And in the video, I actually talk about how it's like not as cozy as we prefer it to be because the store has a lot of warmth. Like we're told that by our customers all the time that it feels very cozy, that it feels like your home in some way. And it didn't feel that way. You know, there were some like dead plants. It was just silent in there. Honestly, it kind of felt like we were touring somebody else's studio. Both me and Hillary were talking about like, uh, this feels like not our space. There was like no smell to anything, which I know is like a really weird thing to pick up on. But like it didn't smell like anything. It didn't smell like somebody's gross thing in the toaster oven. It didn't smell like shirts being printed. It, it didn't smell like one of the candles we light when we come in the store. It just didn't smell I walked around the shop and just talked about how weird it is to be there and how we hadn't really been there in like 30 days and how just like strange everything was um, and how we missed everybody and we're here doing the thing and, you know, hi, basically. And people really responded to that. I think that businesses are getting more comfortable or cozy, if you will, <laughs> with being more honest and vulnerable uh, with uh, with the people that ha- have purchased from them. People want to see businesses like yours that are that are still there and that are doing okay. Nobody wants to see us go out of business or any business go out of business because if that happens the normal that we're all like clinging on to of like the before doesn't exist. It's like if we all come through this, that's great. And but if it's all different, like drastically different, like your favorite pizza place actually isn't a pizza place anymore. That's not going to make anyone feel better. People want to know that like this thing that they have, like they took photos with Santa in our shop, like that place that made their like, you know, son happy still exists and is going to still exist. And it's like, there's a way to support it. And there's a way that like, after all of this, you know, 
you can have another, you know, good afternoon in our store. What have you been hearing from customers? The response has been like, it's so crazy. Like people have just been like writing us like random emails and um, the comments on the talking head. Like I have my phone right here. It's like, you guys are the best. We miss you. Um, Stay cozy and stay safe. It's nice to see you. Um, Our employees, you know, responded and said, we miss you guys in the shop so much. Thanks for taking care of the plants. Um, (laughs) Customers have just been like emailing us saying like, you know, we can't wait to bring our kid in there for um, pictures with Santa this year. Um, Thanks for doing everything you do in the community. You guys will make it through this. Um, Thanks for the like the line, which in the wardrobe thing, like teachers were writing us and they were like sharing it with their classes. So like a bunch of students were watching those, which was really cool. Um, There's been like a couple people being like, where's my order? (laughs) Which I think is like funny. (laughs) Um, But like other than that, it's been mostly just people responding and being like, Hey, especially for the email where we're like, Hey, if if you can be patient, we'd appreciate it. Like 99% of everybody wrote back and said, like, we are not worried about this. We just wanted to support you guys. Thank you so much for what you're doing. We can't wait to get our sweatshirt or sweatpants. Is that what's most popular? We have sweatpants, um, that on the cuff at the very bottom one leg, like very small, just on like the elastic part of a sweatpants on the cuff on one side, it says stay. And on the other side, it says cozy. And then our little lantern logo is sewn onto the pocket. That has been the item sweatpants, um, that say stay cozy on them. We've gotten so many emails and like, you know, messages and stuff like this is going to be my uniform. Like this is my uniform for this. Like I'm fighting this war and this is my uniform. And uh, it's been like really fun to like pack those up and like think about all the people just like lounging in the house and their uh, stay cozy sweatpants. I'm wearing sweatpants right now. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm wearing stay cozy sweatpants. (laughs) For many of us business owners, it's been tough. Even if our businesses are weathering the storm, there's this existential crisis of wondering if what we do is needed, if what we do puts strain on essential workers, if what we do means what it did before. We aren't all manufacturing ventilators or masks or on the front lines. My own business is to write books and software. And just like Dan, there have been days when I've wondered whether or not what I do even matters right now. Dan and Hillary have returned to what Kinship has always done, being helpful in the community. They're donating half of their profits to local businesses through the sale of a new t-shirt design. Dan is personally delivering orders to people in Charleston in order to take the strain off the mail service. They're also working now to recreate their storefront experience on social media by sharing photos of waffles, babies in sassy teas, and of course, beagles beagling. I would argue that kinship is in fact needed right now because we all need to feel cozy, safe, and connected. And if buying a pair of sweatpants from them helps you achieve this, then that feels pretty right to me. If you want your own pair of cozy sweatpants or, say, a calendar tea towel, check out kinshipgoods.com. Call Paul is produced by Ruth Eddy 
and is a MailChimp original podcast. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform so you can get new episodes every Thursday. To learn more about my thoughts on business and living online, you can hop on my newsletter at sundaydispatches.com. Oh, and we want to hear from you too about how your business is adapting and shining. Send us an email with a voicemail memo attachment to callpaul at mailchimp.com.